Hey y'all, welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's Monday, June 20th. Let's start with what you missed over the last week, and then we'll move on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. Okay, despite what it may feel like, like sports are wrapping up for the season and we're getting ready to go into summer and not have anything, we do have a lot to go over. So let's get started with some baseball. The Yankees' nine-game win streak is over. As of last night, after the Jays went up 2-0, the Yankees did pull back to have the lead 8-3 to in the sixth inning of that game on Sunday. They were 17-0 on the season after leading by this much in later half of the games. However, the seventh inning came crashing down for the Yankees after Hernandez hit the go-ahead three-run home run, and it ended the streak. The game's final score was 10-9, so quite a high-scoring baseball game. Angels' Mike Trout hit five home runs in five game series against the Mariners, wrapping it up on Sunday to win 4-0. to zero. Trout hit two home runs in the opener, and the Angels won four out of the five-game series. These five home runs tied the record by a player in a single series against the Mariners. This is big because the Angels had lost 18 of the last 20 games, including 14 straight. So, obviously, they are turning things around. Pirates rookie Jack Suwinski was the first rookie ever to have a three-run home run, including a walk-off. He is responsible for the Pirates not getting swept by the Giants on Sunday, winning 4-3. to three. Also, Dodgers' Mookie Betts is on injured list after this collision with Cody Bellinger. Obviously, those of you who are listening to the podcast can't see it, but it is on the blog, so go check that out if you want to see the hit. They hit in the outfield chasing a ball on Wednesday night's game against the Angels, and he has a cracked rib. He's hoping he won't be out for too long. Moving along and staying with baseball, but moving along to NCAA, Omaha, a.k.a. the College World Series, is in full swing and has not disappointed. Remember, the tournament is double elimination until the final round where we go to a best of three series. The Sooners started off the entire College World Series beating number five, Texas A&M, 13 to eight. The biggest comeback in College World Series is only four runs, and the Sooners had eight by the end of the second inning. Notre Dame kept their upset streak going. Remember, they took down number one, Tennessee, to get here. By taking down number nine, Texas, they won seven to three. The fifth inning was the breaking point in that game. The Irish scored three runs in that inning. No other inning had more than one run per team. On the other side of the bracket, the upsets just kept coming. Number two, Stanford fell to Arkansas 17 to two. The game started off a little slow, one to one until the fifth. And the Razorbacks got rolling after that. There were five runs by them in the fifth, three runs in the seventh, two runs in the eighth, and six in the ninth to easily put away the Cardinals. Ole Miss then defeated their fellow SEC rival, number 14, Auburn, 5-1. to one. The Rebels did strike first with two runs in the first inning and just every so often tacked on another run. So it was 5-0 to zero in the sixth before the Tigers got their first and only run. 
Moving along to the only second round game we've actually had played as of right now. Both OU and Notre Dame have been on that hot streak. So what do you do when you get those two together? You get an awesome game. The Sooners led 5-0 to zero going into the sixth when the Irish struck back scoring two. However, OU answered in the same inning with another one. And after that, it was just a pitching battle. The Sooners came out on top 6-2 to two and even made SportsCenter. There has been one elimination game. Texas A&M eliminated their in-state rivals, Texas, easily winning 10-2. One of the Aggies had a record-setting 11 pitches at the plate. That is the longest at-bat in College World Series history. Although the teams have been playing baseball against each other since 1904, this was the first time the teams had met up in the College World Series. Now the Horns are headed home. Obviously, we got to cover some NBA basketball as the Warriors gained the series advantage on Monday, winning 104 to 94, despite a great third quarter by the Celtics that put the Warriors up in game five. So Warriors were up three to two. Jason Tatum was the leading scorer of that game with 27 points. And actually, Steph Curry did not score a single three pointer. That has not happened in a game since October of 2018. So we headed into game six with a one-game advantage to the Warriors. They were 0-3 in road-clinching games, while the Celtics were 3-0 when facing elimination. That meant the odds were pretty high we were going to get a great game and potentially go to a game seven. However, not this time. Golden State won it all in game six, winning 103-90, to so handfully pulling it away. The Golden State team won their fourth title in eight years. They did it on the final game with consistency putting up 27 points in every quarter except the third and the Celtics faltered in the second only scoring 17 points and that was enough to make the difference Steph Curry won his first ever finals MVP and the championship parade is set for today also Davidson Steph's alma mater is set to retire his number 30. It was a huge weekend in golf. It is the Father's Day weekend. Therefore, we know the U.S. Open had to be this weekend. It always falls on the same one. So Matt Fitzpatrick had not won on U.S. soil or on the PGA Tour until this weekend at the U.S. Open at Brookline yesterday. He had a one-shot lead over Dallas natives, Scotty Scheffler and Will Zalatoris, going into the final hole. He did hit the 18th fairway bunker. However, it didn't matter. He hit a clutch pitch out of that bunker for an easy par. He hit 17 out of 18 greens in regulation, something that only two golfers have done in the last 30 years. Matt had won the U.S. Amateur at the same course back in 2013, and he tried not to change anything from that experience, which obviously paid off. He even stayed with the same host family as he did for the USAM. Only nine players finished this tournament under par. This was also a big deal for his caddy, Billy Foster, who had been to about 160 majors was the estimate, but had never won. He also had never had a winner after 40 years on the bag and had caddied for 45 winners, but he had never been a part of that win until yesterday. On the other side of the coin, Will Zalatoris missed a 14-foot putt for birdie to force a playoff on the 18th. And again, the clip is on the pot on the blog because you have to check how close he was. And it is just heart-wrenching because he has had six top tens in the last nine major starts and has been runner-up three times. 
To add insult to injury, he was runner-up in the PGA Championship, which, if you remember, he lost in a playoff. So that is the PGA Championship and the U.S. Open in the same year. He was also, his third was also being runner-up at the 2021 Masters to Hideki Matsuyama. The Live Golf Tour will apply for official world golf ranking points today. They have turned in their application and their argument. However, they still have an uphill battle as current PGA Tour commissioner and outspoken critic of the league, Jay Monahan, is on the board who will vote on this initiative. So this would just gain more validity to the tours. So this decision on whether they will be granted world official world golf ranking points is a really big deal. Moving along to hockey, the Stanley Cup finals have begun. And in no surprise, the Avalanche continue to be as dominant as they were all season. But I think it's a little bit of a surprise by how much. The Avalanche scored seven goals in game two, which is the most ever allowed by Lightning goalie Andrea Valensky in his career. Game one was a little bit closer. It actually went to overtime. The Avalanche got a quick start, scoring three in the first period. However, the Lightning clawed back to tie that game and head into overtime. However, only to overtime only lasted a minute 23 before Burkowski scored. However, we are headed back to Tampa, where the Lightning have a seven-game win streak on the line. Moving along to Olympic sports, we've got FINA World swimming championships have begun and it's my bad for not giving y'all a heads up last week so my bad the meet will be going on from the 17th of june through july 3rd swimming will end this week on the 25th if you want to see the schedule go check out the blog katie ledecky retook the 400 meter free world title and got the golds rolling for the united states on the first day of finals this is her first, fourth title in the event, including 2013, 2015, and 2017 before this. To be fair, there's a little asterisk here because Ariana Titmus, who took the title in 2019 and currently holds the world record, was not in attendance. Also that night, the men took home the gold in the 4x100 meter free relay over Australia. Sunday was the second day of finals with four races, and the USA took home three golds. Tori Husk won the women's 100-meter fly, setting a new American record. Caleb Dressel took the 50-fly, which is a non-Olympic event, while fellow American Michael Andrew got third. In a pretty big upset, American Alex Walsh beat Australian McEwen in the 200-meter IM and posted the fifth fastest time ever to do it 16 year old leah hayes got bronze in that event today katie ledecky claimed her second gold of the championships in the 1500 meter beating her next competitor katie grimes by 14 seconds so that is katie squared gets gold and silver another usa gold on day three was reagan smith in the 100 meter back who led her fellow american claire cruzan to bronze Ryan Murphy got second and Hunter Armstrong got, got third in the 100-meter backstroke, but that was not the big headline here. Italian Thomas Susan clinched gold and broke the world record for the first time in 34 years. The 100-meter back record is not held by an American. Sticking with swimming, FINA voted Sunday to restrict trans women from competing in some elite races like Worlds and the Olympics. If they had not completed transitioning by age 12, 
They are considering an open category in some of the races for those athletes who transitioned after that time period. This is to combat the scientific fact that if you go through puberty as a boy, there is a distinct advantage over females who went through puberty as a girl. Moving on to track and field. Track and field will leave the European Championships after the 2022 season in Munich. They will hold their own separate event in 2026. However, this is not unheard of. Swimming did the same thing after the 2018 Euro Champs. Speaking of championships, we have the USA Outdoor Championships this weekend to determine who will rep the red, white, and blue at Worlds this summer. I'll go over what to watch, obviously, in the next segment. But ahead of the U.S. Outdoors, Jamaican Shelly Ann Fraser-Price has set the world-leading time in the 100-meter dash at the Diamond League meet in Paris this past weekend. That time was 10.67, so something to watch for as we go into USA's week. And we got some soccer news. The 2026 World Cup cities have been announced. This World Cup will be hosted by North America, i.e. Canada, Mexico, and the United States. There are 11 host cities inside the United States. Those are Atlanta, Boston, Dallas, Houston, Kansas City, Los Angeles, Miami, New York slash New Jersey, Philadelphia, San Francisco Bay Area, and Seattle. The other host cities are Guadalajara, Mexico City, Monterey. Those are in Mexico, obviously. And then the Canadian cities, Toronto and Vancouver. Remember, people, this is for 2026. That is not the new one that is coming up. That will be in Qatar. Moving on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. We do have quite a number of baseball games, obviously, as we get to the end of other seasons like the NBA. More MLB games will come on to TV. So we've got MLB games on Monday and Tuesday, as well as Saturday and Sunday. NCAA baseball in Omaha today on Monday. We have an elimination game, Auburn versus Stanford. That was at 1 p.m. today on ESPN. And Ole Miss at Arkansas at 6 p.m. on ESPN. Then on Tuesday, we have another elimination game, Notre Dame versus Texas A&M at 1 p.m. on ESPN. And Wednesday, we start the semifinals. Semifinal number one will be Oklahoma versus the winner of Notre Dame at A&M at 1 p.m. on ESPN. Then semifinal number two will be winner of Arkansas Ole Miss versus Auburn Stanford winner. That will be at 6 p.m. on ESPN. Then Thursday, we will have if necessary games. So again, this is double elimination. So let me give an example. So semifinal number one, we know Oklahoma is already set. They beat Notre Dame to get that spot. So they play the winner of Notre Dame, Texas A&M. Whoever that team is has one loss. If they beat Oklahoma, that means each team has one loss and they need to play again on Thursday. And whoever loses that game goes home and whoever doesn't goes on to the final. So that being said, if Oklahoma wins on Wednesday, they go to the final and don't need that game on Thursday. So that's kind of how that works out. So again, if necessary, games will be Thursday at TBD on the ESPN channels. Then we have a break on Friday and final game one starts Saturday. Teams obviously are to be determined at 6 p.m. on ESPN, followed by game two on Sunday at two on ESPN. And it is a best of three series. So that if necessary game will be Monday. That will be at 6 p.m. on ESPN. 
We do actually have a little bit of NBA to watch. The NBA draft will be this week. Rounds one and two will be televised on Thursday at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Also, a little bit of football. We have the USFL playoffs this weekend, and the championship will be July 4th weekend. So USFL Philly stars at the New Jersey Generals. They will play at 2 on Fox. And the New Orleans Breakers will play the Birmingham Stallions at 7 p.m. on NBC. These two games will determine who will play in the championship. In the world of golf, the PGA Tour goes to the Travelers starting Thursday, round one at two on Golf Channel. Round two will be on Friday at two on Golf Channel. Then on Saturday, we actually televise the LPGA Tour because they are at a major championship. It is the KPMG PGA Championship. Round three will be televised at noon on NBC. And then the final round will be televised on Sunday at 11 a.m. on NBC. The Travelers round three will be on golf channel starting at noon and then cbs at two and same for the final round on sunday this week we actually have a couple of games in the nhl tonight game three avalanche at the lightning at 7 p.m on abc then wednesday will be game four avalanche at the lightning at 7 p.m on abc if the avalanche win tonight and then win again on wednesday Stanley Cup is over. That being said, if they lose just one game, we're guaranteed to have a game on Friday. That will be game five, the Lightning at the Avalanche at 7 p.m. on ABC. And if necessary, we will have game six on Sunday, the Avalanche at the Lightning at 7 p.m. on ABC. In Olympic sports world, we do have track and field U.S. outdoor championships on Friday at 9 p.m. on CNBC. That continues on Saturday at 3 p.m. on NBC. And then again on Sunday, we'll have the outdoor championships at 3 p.m. on NBC and 4 p.m. on USA. Swimming Worlds will be featured just on Sunday at 11 a.m. on NBC. We do actually have some MLS games televised this weekend as well. Saturday, there'll be two games as well as a women's international friendly United States versus Columbia at 630 on Fox Sports 1 and Sunday LAFC versus New York Red Bulls at 2 on ABC and Philly Union versus New York FC at 5 on Fox Sports 1. Well, that wraps it up for me this week. Even as one season ends, the NBA and the NHL and potentially college baseball this week, we also have more stuff going on. If you like the podcast, go ahead and leave a nice review. Also, check out the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports, if you need more information. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you all next week.